Crikey, mate. Welcome to... Z- <laughs> <laughs> in the New Zealand suburbs. Welcome to Zesty and Unhinged. The podcast where... When I was a young boy. My name is Annalise, and I'm Zesty. And I'm Josh, and I'm unhinged. Are you? Yeah. You feel zesty sometimes? Yeah, but I think that might be something else. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a little itch that I have. It's just a little, little, little itch. Aggressively or just largely? Yeah, I need to get it out. <laughs> okay. Need to get it out. Sometimes it's just I'm anxious. This morning I threw up because I was so nervous to take my exam. Math? Yeah. Right. Tell the people what you did today. I went and took my real estate licensing exam and I passed it. <laughs> boo, boo, boo. That's awesome. That's congratulations. My condom for me? I, I don't know. Maybe a I condom? Uh, you know what? No. <laughs> no condoms. Walmart only. Raw's you know, law. Goo. Go to Target. Maybe they have some cute Goo. <laughs> go to Target. <laughs> There's also a Target close by if we want to go to Target instead of Walmart. We have to go to Target. I have to go to Target. Okay, yeah, I feel like we need a celebratory trip to Target. Absolutely. Yeah. And then after Target, um, give me a week and then I'll just buy you a house. Well, you have to buy it, but I'll help you. This is like one of those situations where you told me I'll get $20 off of my $400 lip fillers if I use you as a <laughs> reference code. I'm not actually getting anything out of here. It's a good deal. It's $20 off. Of like 400 yeah. It's like a 5% <laughs> discount. A discount is a discount, baby. Anything else that's new with you besides um, a huge monumental life change of passing your real estate exam? Oh, my God. I feel like the the big, you know, you know, we were just talking about your turds. You know, I feel that same relief right now. But I don't feel relief. I feel pain. <laughs> You're not listening. <laughs> you want to know what is the funniest word in the English language? Um, Poot. <laughs> I just pooted. That's so funny. Is that in the dictionary? Poot. <laughs> I think poot's in the dictionary. It's gotta be. Poot. Poot, a small whiff of fart, or C, A small auto. whiff of fart? No, that would be a poot smell. I think I said a small... Oh, poot. <laughs> I think I said a small poof. Oh, like a, one of those... <laughs> squeaker and sometimes you have a well maybe that's just me. blowing out cigarettes i've inhaled so much jewel that every time i fart a little menthol comes out <laughs> just a little rush <laughs> i got people waiting busy. in line do you have a vape no but i've got josh open up baby love for someone to say that they would be willing to suck a fart out of me. You know, that's a big compliment. Willing to say I'd suck the fart out of someone. I'd suck a fart out of Doja Cat. Like 100%. (laughs) Um, Thank you. It is once again close to five minutes of us not talking about anything but poots. Um, We were talking about how relieved I felt for not having to study this exam anymore. For those of you who don't know, I've I've been... Trying to, trying to get my real estate license for the past year and a half. Um, I, I started my courses, the actual like class, 
um, January of 2021. So literally a year and a half ago. I literally like developed a human, birthed a human, started a new job, ran a business, then also ran two kids around, worked full time while trying to get this. I failed my first exam. Started a podcast. Yeah, started a podcast. Um, Anyways, for my first exam. My you first, just pooed it all over the test. I did pass my course exam, and then I failed my first state exam. It really, it like knocked my ego down. That's okay. You needed it. You know what? I didn't need it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was so upset. But yeah, I passed today, and then I, I, cry, I started crying before I even left the testing center. <laughs> I was so happy. Good. Literally walked down the hallway like, <laughs> You want to know what's incredible Me? about this episode? You are not eating. Oh, that's because I just ate prior. Has not stopped you before. You're... <laughs> I was thinking about getting a little snacky snack at Target, too. No, we're definitely getting a little snack. I need to look so through the Wild Fable section. Oh, my God, stop. They have all the Panera soups there, like the full collection. They're good. They're del- the Panera mac and cheese? Good. I, it's good. It I is good. good. Me, too. I won't get the half and half combo where you get half soup, half salad. I think that's a ripoff, but I will go get there. I will... Huh? Uh, wait. Poot? We'll go get. Uh, <laughs> I will eat the mac and cheese for nine dollars. Right. I'm like fully submersed into your pillows. Do you need another one? No. What? Do, so so. So Josh, what are we talking about today? Well, I was just in the middle of a thought, but it's fine. Pooter. Okay, we'll throw it in the trash. So. Um. Today, Annalise and I figured that we would talk about the different phases of our lives. Um. The emo phase. The stand Twitter phase. I'm still in that phase. You are. The our emo phases, our grungy phases, our white girl slash white boy phases. Um, I had a sorority phase where I just hung out with sorority girls and I would like throw up the signs. Did like, you want to die? No, I was very happy. Mm, that says a lot. Yeah, it was. Someone just coughed in my vicinity. <laughs> um, who? Poot? But yeah, what has been your favorite phase that you've been in that maybe you'd go back to? First of all, I've had many different phases. Um, I think the favorite phase that I would go back to would be my, um, probably my, my, my cheerleading phase. I would totally go back to it. I want to be a cheerleader again. Me too, but I'm 24 and I can't do anything. We could start our own team. You know they have parent teams? Do we need to knock out a kid? Well, you have kids. I was like, do we need to knock out some kids? Well, they have, like, open teams and you can... You can compete on them until you're, like, 30, but you have to be, like, really good. I'm That's stupid. I want to watch a bunch of people that don't know what they're doing. It's like, like that'd we kind of so know funny. what we do. It's like we kind of know what we're doing, but it's like we're definitely only level two because we're tired. Yeah, I would love to see, like, a, a lethargic cheer dance. No, me. Me. Sorry. We should make that for... Ex- okay. We should make that for extra content for the Patreon. The Patreon. Yeah. I agree. Mm-hmm, the Patreon that we have. The way that I keep <laughs> saying, we're having a guest next episode, and then life keeps coming up. Hey, so we were going to have you next Sunday, but now I have auditions next Sunday. Um, and So I. So um, we're going to push it back one more week. I'm so sorry. The way that I, we told our uh, listeners that we were going to have a TikTok for like five episodes. <laughs> Before we Sorry, did. Sorry, my kid. <laughs> um, actually, for the first time ever, we are recording at my apartment. I wish we would record here more because I think it's cute. It is cute. Um, and then when I move, we're gonna have a. I'm gonna have a very cute space. I agree. Very Can I paint your walls pink? Yeah. Great. Um, day one. A one since day one. Steak sauce. Um, you know what? I don't like A one, and I think anyone who puts sauce on their steaks is disgusting, including you. 
I just think you're a poot. I'm do, never going to stop you, saying Do you put sauce on your steaks? Depends on who makes it. My friend, Kaysen. Oh, yeah, if it's bad, then I have to put Kaysen is, like, the number one, like, do not put up sauce on my steak. He's like, that is offensive. I don't want anything that is in your vicinity. You don't want anything meaty for me? I 100% <laughs> do not want anything that is meaty. Anyways. <laughs> Back to the... How did we get here? I digress. <clears throat> Josh, what was your favorite face that you've been in? And um, that's what I said. <laughs> and that's what I had said. I think very fondly of my Neopets phase. Excuse- oh my god. I was on Neopets, like, actively, like, daily, many hours a day from age, like, seven or eight. Don't there be a two in front of you? Until, <laughs> like, 20. Oh god. Not really. Okay, so me and my sister, I'm exposing my sister, the games are so fun. So, like- I miss Webkins. Okay, so don't judge me when you're over here with a poodle named Hash Brown. You know what I'm saying? I like, named all my- I named all my Webkins human names. Frank. Lucy, Frank, Chad. I probably had a Charlie in there somewhere. Definitely probably had a, like, a a jewel. Your webkins had a jewel? Yep. Forward thinking. Only uh, premium members get that only, so. Here's the deal. I'm going to tell you what I loved about Neopets. I was not a popular kid. I was very bullied. Mm-hmm. And I... They had these things called guilds on Neopets that you could join, and it was like chat rooms, and like you had a community. And I was friends with all these forty-year-old women that were on um, Neopets. Forty-year-old? Yeah, forty-year-old women. It wasn't men. It wasn't creepy. They just enjoyed the art aspect of it. You could like design pages and like decorate your pets. It was very comforting for me, and it was like the thing. I'm learning a lot about you right now. It was like the thing I looked forward to most, and then when quarantine happened, I got back on. I love that for you. It was so fun. It was so nostalgic. Did you ever have a Tamagotchi? I didn't. No, I never had a Tamagotchi. I did have a Nintendo DS. Oh, my God. Uh, Nintendogs was my shit. Did I... not have Nintendogs, but I am a huge Mario fan. Mario's okay. It's, to me, I know I understand why people like why people love it so much. I understand the crowd appeal to it. I personally think all the levels are the same, and it makes me so irrationally angry I can't play it. Oh, they're not the same. Not on the Wii. I'm a huge Wii fan. I love the Wii. Do you have a Wii here? I It's plugged in behind the computer. I or behind the TV. I literally hate you. Do you do Wii yoga every morning? You should. No, I just do regular yoga, but I am probably the world's best Mario Kart player. I'm not even kidding. Do you have the steering wheels? Yep. Wii- oh. I do. I literally get, like, like Horny. This, well, visibly angry. What? Shut up. Mario Kart makes me so... It's, it's, it's like I can only play two games of it before I'm like... It's so comforting. The world is so... It's colorful. To you. To you. To you. To you. I fall off the rainbow road. It's because you're not skilled. Okay? Skilled drivers. NASCAR drivers can't do it, but I can. <laughs> but I can't... But yeah, so I, I really, I loved my Neopets phase. I loved, um, I had, I had met people from Neopets in real life. I love that. Do you want to hear, okay, here's a crazy story. So, I had this really good friend on Neopets that lived in California. Uh-huh. And they were like a photographer, art person, they were my age, exactly. And. To the hour? I think, actually, we did have the same birthday. Stop. I'm not even kidding. Stop, you're lying. No, I'm not. Um, or maybe it was, like, the day before. But anyways, um, 
you know, once we got talking and we started texting, mm-hmm. um, she was like, where do you live? And I'm like, oh, I live in Georgia. And she was like, oh my God, I have another friend that I met on Neopets that um, lives in Georgia. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's crazy. Do you know what part? And she was like, yeah, it's like Forsyth County or something. Okay. And I was like, oh my God, that's crazy. How old are they? And they were a couple years older than me. I'm like, what high school do they go to? They went to my high school. Oh my God. And we met up. I love that. Um, yeah, it was it was very weird, but we went and took photos in the woods. It sounds really creepy, but they were very artsy. and very <laughs> um, I think they both do, like, art and photography. I love that. It's kind of crazy, and, and I remember being in sixth grade, and they did a presentation on how to not get groomed online, and they were like, don't be on Neopets, and I was like, I'm on Neopets. I'm also on Omegle, getting groomed. <laughs> you talk about, you talk about seeing um, your... Talking about meeting these people from new pets, from these relationships you formed over the over the internet, and now I also loved my Twitter stand phase. Like I'm still kind of in it, honestly. Like I will go on my Twitter, and I will tweet the most. Did you see Shania Twain was on set with Harry Styles? Sorry, you had me at. Sh- I saw anything regarding Harry Styles. I just know. I just know. Three seconds after it happens, I know. Anyways, but um, so when I whenever I was like 15, I was homeschooled and. Um, I met a lot of really, really, really amazing people, and um, I had this friend group. It was like 10 of us, and there was like one girl from Ireland, three girls from Australia, and then the rest of us were from the United States, and there's one girl who I think was from like Puerto Rico or something like that, but I met, I think I only met one of them in person, and then all the other girls, and I still follow on Instagram and stuff like that, but one of the girls I met um, whenever I went to Chicago when I was 18, 18. It was really fun, and they're really sweet, and, like, I still keep up with them, and, like, there's so many people that I'm, like, like, my friend AJ, literally have known AJ longer than I have known you. Only yeah. about a year, but... And now I'm in a dance class with AJ's girlfriend, it Small World. It's freaking crazy, but it's stuff like that, and, like, going to concerts, like, <clears throat> going to concerts and, like, meeting up with your, like, internet friends and, like, meeting them for the first time, like, we went and saw Bad Sons, like, I don't know, a month and a half, two months ago. Yeah, it's And been, like, there was, months. like, I had followed her on Twitter for, I guess, like, ten years, and never once had met but we've seen each other's tweets we know about each other's lives and she was like hey it's so and so from from twitter like we follow each other i was like oh my god but it's lit out here baby i freaking love i love twitter i'm like a hardcore i'm just a twitter fan do you remember when we went to the demi lovato concert and you went the next day to the little mix meet and greet and jade thurwall told you that you looked like demi lovato it wasn't jade thurwall it was actually um jesse nelson which is problematic. She used to be my favorite. Now she's I know. so problematic. She got bullied really, really bad. Yeah. She's gorgeous. She is. I give her that. I digress. But did you see that um, Perry and Leanne had babies? Yes. <sighs> Love mothers. Remember when... I did it first. Me- okay. <laughs> Remember when the biggest tea was like wondering if li- people from Little Mix and One Direction were dating? Stop. Whenever uh, Zayn and Perry were engaged... Were they? Yeah, they were engaged for like three years, and then he broke it off over um, a text. That's sketchy. Sketchy? His song Pillow Talk, so good. Um, You know what? I... So we'll piss off, we'll poot off the neighbors, yeah. and we'll poot all night. Poot or poot. People are like, I can't listen to this podcast anymore. <laughs> this is it. <laughs> this is my 13th reason. This is... You get a tape. <laughs> what are... 
Um, what are you know what phase I also do kind of miss, and I oh God. I, I think it's kind of delusional because it, both of us were not doing well. But when we used to just sit in your room and like tweet. Yeah, that was my Twitter stand phase. I think that was the peak of my Twitter stand phase. Like, we would just sit in your room, and we would watch YouTube videos, and we would, like, get snacks from Walgreens. Doritos. Yeah, so many nacho cheese Doritos. (laughs) Um, 20% of my bloodstream was just nacho cheese. It was a problem. And we would just hang out with the pugs. It was nice. I remember I miss being 16 and having no responsibilities. It was so nice. Yeah, it really was. Like, that summer before senior year, like, specifically. It was good. On the first day of senior year, didn't we didn't we go to Chick-fil-A together? We did, me, you, and Miranda. Yeah, I remember. And her little brother. Oh, I remember. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah. I don't remember anything besides just sitting in there. I have, like, a one-second memory flashback to that, and that's it. I remember, like, driving to school. I think I remember where I parked, too. I think I remember where I parked both years that I drove to school. I remember one time, um... I don't remember, like, anything from my senior year. But I remember, um, I was, like, walking into school one day, and I texted my mom and told her that, the whatever they used to take attendance was down. And then, uh, thinking somehow that would work, and I went, and I sat in my car, and I, like, went to QT and got a coffee, and, like, was skipping first period, and my mom called me. She had actually passed me on the road. <laughs> she had- that has happened to me before. I think you were, no, I left and went to Panera, and I drove past my dad on exit 15 in Forsyth County. Yeah. My mom yelled at me like for that, and then she called my AP psych teacher, who already hated me. That was my first period class, by the way. And she called. Kath- yeah, I hated her so much. Yeah, no, absolutely. I hated her too. One time, she told me I could go to my car to get my lunchbox, and when I came back, she gave me a detention or an ISS slip. Oh, one time, whenever I hurt my ankle my senior year, I had torn I'd torn a ligament, a ligament in my ankle my senior year. Everybody was in a boot, and I had crutches, um, and I had to park in this gravel. Mm-hmm. Parking lot all the way at the bottom, and I had to go up the gra- uphill the gravel go- the gravel parking lot, go into the gym where the class was, go up two flights of stairs, and then go to her classroom. And even if I got to school, like like the way that traffic is is that, at that school, it's like if you leave your house forty five minutes early, you're you going to be late. You're going to be late. But if you leave fifteen minutes before school, you could be on time, or you can be a minute late. Very loud. So, anyways, but I get there. I gave myself enough time, but I still... I, it Literally, the bell was ringing, and I was crutching on crutches going to her class, and she gave me an attention slip. I was so mad. That poter. Made me so mad. It was first, first and only time I ever got detention. I was so mad. You want to know what phase I was in that we talked about a little bit? My sorority girl phase. Yes, I want to talk about it. When I was a freshman in college, I met these girls who were DZs, Delta Zetas, uh-huh. and I, you know, went to, like, all their socials, all their date nights, all of their, like, semi-formals. Yeah. you were, like, an honorary member. No, literally. And, like, we'd go to, like, frat houses, and I'd be like, I'm with them, but I would, like, throw up the DZ symbol. It's very culty. Like, you have to, like, take tests and, like, do all of this stuff to, like, stay in the there's, sorority. There's, like, chairs and board members and stuff. Yes. And, rules, and there's, like, a, a code and a, uh, like, a handshake or something. Like Rush is, doing. like, something I've... They are intense. I oh, mean, yeah. they are intense. But I did that for, like, a year. And then um, I realized that it was very cringy because I was, in fact, a male. And was <laughs> not in the sorority. So it was just kind of like, why are you doing this? I, my mom was so mad at me. I, I, I know she'll never admit to this, but I know that she was probably so angry with me because I never rushed or was in a sorority. But it was just, I didn't, it wasn't something I was into. I just felt like that's not the, the crowd that I kind of felt like 
I belonged in or like aligned myself with and like it just wasn't something that interested me or that I wanted to be a part of and or wanted to not pay to be a part of but pay to be a part of but no you're literally paying to be a part of it like thousands of dollars yeah it's just not something I just I I understand why people do it though I totally get it I do too I totally get it but I just it wasn't something that I wanted sorry mom I let you down you know I almost rushed her fraternity why I don't know I felt like I had to but you want to know what I ended up doing instead sleeping with them um, I but I, I am in a theater fraternity. <laughs> I did rush to rehab three times. People are like, we get it! That's funny. Um, <coughs> three times a charm. You're doing great. You want to know what phase I entered and have not left? Ugly? <laughs> Just kidding, you're beautiful. I was going to say theater. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Me studying theater in school. I'm going to try to go to New York to get another degree. <laughs> to get another degree. <laughs> I think so. Leave me? I want to. Yeah, I've been trying to for years. Got away for a couple of years. Get your foot away from me, <laughs> you fucking freak. Get your fucking sausages away from me. <laughs> They've leaned out. <laughs> I was kidding. Like little Vienna sausages now. <laughs> Slim Jims. I've had fat everything else. <laughs> no, you haven't. I got, uh, in 2019, gained like 40 pounds. My head was the size of that lamp. <laughs> Um, you know what's also nice? You have not gaslit me this episode. Yeah, I have. (laughs) (laughs) You just don't remember it. (laughs) That's not how it actually happened. Do I have vocal fry? We went over this, like, episode one. I think I do. I can't help it. You have a little bit. I can't feel like, I can't tell if I have a booger or it's my nose ring. (laughs) Try I don't eat boogers. No, I'm gonna start throwing up. I don't even eat ass. Oh yeah, you you were saying that your kids poop and pee doesn't bother you, but the mucus like really gets you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, but you were the one talking about sucking the mucus out of your kids' nasal cavities. It's different. No, she was suffering. Florence is a girl. What? What? Stop! Don't say that about my children. She's beautiful. She looks just like me. Of course. Would you be an icon? Would you be a gay icon? I would. Am I a gay icon? No. Yes, you are. I think I'm I'm pretty iconic. No, you are. Iconic. But, like, not necessarily in a good way. No, if someone says gay, I automatically think of Josh. True. If someone says gay person in Georgia, I automatically think Josh. The state is mine. No, it is. And Texas. Very that. Um, Congratulations. What are... Have Have you ever been chuggy? Yeah, I am chuggy now. I, I think... I know what I am. I love, I love a good beige aesthetic. I can't even lie. I have two, I've, I've talked about this in the podcast before, I have two Instagrams. I have one kind of bright and beigey one to the public, and then I have my private, like, personal Instagram that I just, like, post at 3 o'clock in the morning on. Mm, yeah, that one. You do a better it's job. It's like a Finsta, though. It's just like a... Mine is a Finsta. Mine's not a Finsta. Yours is just kind of like a more personal. Mine is like, I am ending my life tonight at 10, 15 p.m. <laughs> Like, Somebody please call an ambulance. Very that. Like my, I, I just like don't take enough attractive photos. I don't even. I can barely Neither even keep I. up. Correct. I have, I have one good picture a month, maybe. Like every quarter. Hey everybody, here's my seasonal rollout of my good picture. If you were a superstore, what would you be? You'd be Kmart. I was just about to say that. What would I'd I be? Joanne's. Joanne's fabric. <laughs> yeah. I'd be Joanne's. Uh-huh. Why? I don't know, you just give off a nice fabric-y vibe. Nice cotton poly mix. 
<laughs> good nylon. Good nylon. Good polyester. I don't know. Josh, have you ever tied a shoelace through your belt loops as a belt? No. It seems like you should do that. It seems like you would do that. Why? Like, Is I, that a good or a bad thing? It's just like a fashion trend. I don't get that. How about a belt? That's what I mean. How about that's pants what I that fit? I'm personally, I'm not, I'm not thin enough to tie a shoestring around my waist. I'd have to get like a fire hose. <laughs> do you guys have any 300-inch... <laughs> Do you guys have the extra long hoses around? Extra long. Um, what are some phases that you? you... <laughs> Sorry, what's Did the you know fucking they question? Twelve inch hot dogs. Yeah, Costco. <laughs> Continue. And I eat them. They're good. You ever had a Costco dog? Have you had the little mini mini wieners from Costco? No, Delicious. good. I love Costco. Um, what are some phases that you're hoping that might be in your future? My emo phase. I tried to be emo, and when I say that, I straightened my hair once and put on mascara, and my family made fun of me for four years. <laughs> well deserved. Yeah, Just, put on mascara and then tried to wipe it off. No, I think I want, like, I think the edgy aesthetic is so cool. And, like, I don't know, something about wearing all black and super high platform docks is really zesty and singing. I remember one time I, I wore all... I keep up with it. Sometimes I like, I like wearing hot pink way too much. I love wearing hot pink. That can be emo. Hot pink? Yeah. yeah. Be punky. I want to put feathers in my hair so bad. I, I think I, it could come back. I don't know why. Should I cut my hair or keep growing it? Oh, I keep growing it. I love the mullet. Uh, the, oh, and boy. the reason I remember the day I straightened my hair so much is because um, I did it one night. I was in eighth grade. And the next day we were going to the beach. And I remember I wet the bed that night. <laughs> I had a nightmare that something was eating me on a trampoline. And I wet the bed. And I stayed up all night making Facebook statuses. That's really... Were you okay? No. Do y'all want to hear my Facebook statuses from 11 years ago today? So it was 2011. Let's see. 11 years ago today, I believe I made four statuses because I saw this earlier. Uh, April 20th, 2011. Every night in my dreams, I see you, I feel you. Literally put that on my Facebook. I also said, comment on my status and I'll describe you in five words on your wall. I also said, me, juvenile, ha, and I also, this one's kind of sad, I feel like I was crying for help, I said, I just realized I don't have one person that I can tell my secrets to, me, (laughs) and then two years, no, a year ago, I shared something that said, I tried pot once, now I'm gay, that's funny, that is funny, and it's true, what was on your Facebook in years past, um, I'm going to look it up right now, but I'm also having a panic moment because I just got a text that says, your Uber code is number, 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 number. Never share this code. Let me see it. Someone trying to log into my Uber? I don't think so. Maybe. (laughs) I don't think so. Maybe. Anyways, friends, while Annalise is trying to figure this out, a show that I assistant directed and choreographed is opening this weekend, and by the time this episode comes out, we will have two more shows available. Um, So comment below if you would like to see Genesis Redux. I also have auditions on Sunday, which I'm very anxious about, and I don't really know what to do about, you know. But anyways, so when I was young, I figured out that... Is my account for Uber? What? Who are you talking to? Still trying to figure it out. You know, uh, that's what I'm studying in school. I kind of feel like I'm talking to a therapist right now. And what's really weird is that, like, I also do have a therapist. But, like, sometimes I feel like I can't just rant. Like, I'm ranting like this because I don't want to be annoying. But what's weird is that sometimes when I poop... Like, do you guys ever have the green poop? Where, like, you're... Like, I think maybe it's when you process stuff too quickly. But what's really interesting about that is that... 
Anyways, my birthday is coming up, so if anyone wants to send me some cash or tell me that I'm sexy, I'd really appreciate it. Really weird is that I really would like someone to suck the fart out of me. Um, oh my god, Josh, I'm literally gonna kill you. Why? My monologue? That was a great monologue. Okay. I apologize, everyone. I literally thought that someone was trying to log into my Uber account, and, uh... What if it was me? debit card, <laughs> I would literally order you. Oh, yeah, I thought that someone was trying to, like, steal my money and my information, but what money would they get out? Not much. Not much for me either. Anyways, what were we talking about? I don't know. Sucking the fart out of me, right? Right. Oh, yeah, what are some phases that you would like to get into besides edgy? I want to be in my influencer phase. I was just about to say, I want to be in, like, my it girl phase where it's, like, I wear cute crop tops and biker shorts and I make salmon over arugula with lemon pepper seasoning and make celery water and... I want to live in scams. Oh, my God, me too. It literally... It makes me so mad that, like... I feel okay. Here's my thing. We talked about this last episode. I think I don't care what other people's bodies look like, but I care so much about what my body looks like. Very like, that. If I saw, I don't know. It's like if people who are like, oh, plus size women can't wear body con dresses. Yes, they can. They look totally fine. They look great. They look normal. Yeah, I was just actually talking with a friend this morning. We when we were out for not even this morning, this afternoon on the way to lunch about how like we're so stuck on like what other people think of us and we think that everyone's looking at our biggest imperfection and the reality is that 99% of the time people are just like staring off into space they just don't even if they do like like I literally look at you now and I'm like I do not notice a single flaw on Josh and I notice a million so that's very interesting you know but that's just like well, not on you no, I understood that I'm perfect, so. Why were you just... That staring that you just did to it's me was... It's because I'm ugly. Um, I really thought we were going somewhere positive. <laughs> <laughs> oh, tell everybody what we're doing in a couple weeks. What? Are you okay? I'm buying are, Twitter. Huh? I'm buying Twitter. No, okay, you're not I'm Elon sorry. Musk. <laughs> me and Josh are going to the beach. We're what? going to the beach. Each, we're going to get away. Nikki Judge. No, we got the cutest little Airbnb. It's, like, all pink with, like, purple and teal, like, accents. We and are going to have a beach babe vibe bro session. What are we going to do? Are we, should we go to Savannah? Like, downtown Savannah? Yeah. I thought we were going to lay on the beach all day and do nothing. Well, yeah, but, like, one but night, I, should we go out to dinner on River Street or something? That'll be fun. We're going on a date. Yeah, we should go on a date. <laughs> People ask us, is the bill together? <laughs> is the bill together? And I'm like, yeah, she's paying. <laughs> I'll pay, pay for everything else. I get one meal. You pay for room and board. You pay for gas. You pay. Well, are we at the kennel? Room and board. <laughs> are we at the kennel? Room what else, and. What else am I supposed to call it? Uh, pay for the hotel. It's not a hotel. It's an Airbnb. Okay, well you called it room and board. Like we're getting dropped. That off makes a, way more sense. Than the hotel. Yeah. <sighs> Anyways, I feel like it should be time that we move into our segments, our regularly scheduled segments. I do have some advice columns, or would you like to start with something else? You're very opinionated. It's annoying. Your mom's very opinionated. Hey, she's just got surgery. She's a <laughs> nice lady. She? Yes. On, on her foot? No. Um, Is she okay? She's doing good? Yeah, she's good. Okay, so, um, what do you do when you're dealing with a toxic workplace? Leave. 
just I'm not even kidding. Just leave. Leave. What do you leave. do if you can't financially afford to do that, though? You better find another job that's going to financially support you, girlfriend. Leave. <laughs> no, what I did is that, um, while that is the, the ideal scenario for most people, um, I before the job that I have now, I worked in a very, 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 very toxic environment. It's very bad. It's very bad for my, my mental health, my physical health, um, my family life, everything like that. Um, and I just had to sit and wait it out and keep to myself. And I showed up to work and I was quiet and I did my job. And I came home and I just really kind of, you know, I had to talk a lot with the people around me and in my life. And I had to let out my frustrations and I had to vent about it. But, but it, it took me a while to find another job, um, to find something that I did find another job, to find something that worked, that was, it was close enough, it paid me enough money um, that I was, you know, uh, what's the word? Not accredited for. <laughs> vetted no that i was like experienced enough someone just texted me and said i want to ask you something and my heart won't stop racing who is it it's just one of my friends but like are you they're gonna ask you if you're gay you better tell them now that always like makes me panic no i know what you mean um but yeah i totally get what you're saying um yeah i just there's no but there's something that i've learned from toxic workplaces is that they will never change the person or the people that are toxic, they will never change. It's just a very hostile cycle. It's never going to change. Just find a different job. That's my that's my advice. Yeah, I think that there can be a difference between like having a completely toxic workplace mm-hmm. and just having like coworkers that you can't stand or maybe like your boss is like misunderstanding and i think the best thing is like if it's not completely toxic like it is repairable if it's just like a genuine like miscommunication or misunderstanding then that's total misunderstanding that's not a word um yeah um hang on yeah, like, if it's, like, a misunderstanding, I think it's the word you were looking for. It wasn't, sorry. Um, I think the communication is important because, I mean, I've been in situations where, like, I think that no one has just been able to express, like, their feelings because a lot of times there can be a lot of pressure because it's, like, this is my bread and butter. I don't mm-hmm. want to, like, mess anything up. Yeah. Um, and I've made lots of mistakes at work before. Yeah, like, yeah. you know, I have done a lot of things that I'm not proud of, but, like... Also, like, I think it goes a long way for people just to be like, hey, I don't think I've shown up, like, the best way. Like, what can I do Mm -hmm. to, like, improve? And, like, how can we see eye to eye? But I do agree that sometimes you just need to leave. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, get that bread, get that head, Mm -hmm. and And leave. leave. Um, Because it can be hard, and especially if you're working full-time and, like, more than 35 hours. Like, you're there, like, five, six days a week. Like for me, too, like, I feel like... Like, our jobs, we might work at the same place, but it's different because this is, like, this is my only life support. And you have college. Yeah. You know that there is a life out, out after this. And now that I've passed my real estate exam, there is light at the end of the tunnel. Um, <laughs> but that's not a really dark, but it really wasn't. But, um, you know, I feel like if, it, if it's if it's someplace kind of, like, with you, it's a lot easier to kind of change if you need to. Yeah, there, I mean, you know, I mean, I really like the job that I have now. Um, it's really great. It really is, honestly. There is- um, no, but I do understand, like, I do have other venues right now, but I, you know, I've been in that, you know, my job for the last two years, I was working, you know, 45 hours a week, you know, and, you know, sometimes had to, you know, stay or, or get there early or mm-hmm. stay late and it can be stressful when it's like your life is going to work and coming home i feel like we're both i feel like we're both similar employees so it's like 
I think that's, I think I take my jobs a little, like, I take my jobs personally because I'm there more often than I am at home with my kids. Um, it's literally like a second home. And so if there's issues, I take it personally because I feel like I really, I show, I care about all my jobs. I really do. Right. I show up early. I stay late. I'm there when I'm sick. You know, I'm there when I have things going on. I don't let my personal life affect my work. Um, and all that stuff. So I feel like whenever there's some sort of toxicity going on, it's really just, I take it so personally. Yeah. And I think that (laughs) even though we have different external situations, like when I was working full time, it was really, it could be stressful because like my recovery program is the most important thing in my life. Oh yeah. And like your kids are the most important thing in your life. Um, but sometimes we have to treat our job like it's the most important thing in our life because it pays the bills. Yeah. And that's something that's so hard to find a good, uh, sometimes a balance. And sometimes I learned from my, from my last job that I mean, surely my kids are going to come before anything. Like, I'm not going to let my... I'm not going to have my kids be watched by some stranger because they're sick. Like, I, I'm, I'm going to stay at home with my kids if they are sick. I'm not paying someone $200 a day to watch my sick kids. Some stranger. No. Right, because, you know, the money you would make at work, it's like I'd rather lose that money than... You know what I'm saying? Stay home yeah. with my kids, then go to work and pay a similar amount of money for someone and not to be with my kid or for me to not be like, with my kids. It's it's honestly it's not even like about the money. It's like when 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 you're when your infant, when your toddler is sick, they don't need to be around a stranger. You don't need to invite a stranger into your house. You don't need to drop your kids off at some stranger's house. You don't you don't need to take them somewhere or have someone come in who you don't know or, you know, stuff like that. Ugh, I just hate it. I've had to do that before and it's miserable. Yeah, but work relationships can be very difficult because it's like, you know these people, but you're not always like, you wouldn't necessarily always be outside friends with them. And so it can be hard to deal with that dynamic. Mm -hmm. And also like, some bosses are really understanding and some bosses are really not understanding. And so every job has a different dynamic that you have to get used to. Oh God, yes. And it can be exhausting. Like getting used to a new workplace environment is like, it's it's very, it fills me with a lot of anxiety. Like when I started this new job, I was like... Am I genuine? Like, I'm not saying this to be funny. Like, am I too gay to do this? Like, because, like, you know, this job is, you know, it's not a big gay clientele. It's a very, like, straight male dominated. Right. And so there, you know, it's like I had to get used to, you know, but obviously, like, when you meet me, you know I'm gay. So it's like I got hired because, like, I have a great resume and because, like, I know how to sell things. Because you're hot and you're sexy and you have a big booty. Right. Um, Yeah. I will say, take this job where we work. It's made me a lot more direct. It's made me a lot more assertive. Yeah, I think I can definitely see how that would be something that would be developed. Um, Because you kind of have to be. Well, it's great, though, because a lot, I I will say, a lot of, you know, some people, they don't want to fiddle around. Some people just want to get straight to the point. Yeah. I think it's really great that I've learned that because now, um, I mean, this isn't my career for the rest of my life, but I mean, like, managing people, like, you can't, kind of can't just sit in the wind on a lot of things. Right. Um, I have, um, I have a question that I would like some advice from. Okay. So, uh, You're fired. Okay. So, what do you do when you hang out with someone mm-hmm. and they're, re- like, in a romantic, mm-hmm. um, or intimate way? With all my romantic experiences, yeah. Um, and they're nice, and you have a good time, mm-hmm. there's nothing wrong, but mm-hmm. you don't necessarily feel that instant 
chemistry mm-hmm. and connection. Mm-hmm. And I'm at a point where, like, I'm not dating to just, like, mess around now. Like, I'm getting older. Like, I want a you partner. Want a relationship. Yeah, I want a relationship. I want a partner. I want to date someone that I could possibly see myself starting a new phase of my life mm-hmm. with. Do you give someone another chance if you didn't necessarily feel the chemistry, um, but they're very nice and, like, they're, they're not, like, an asshole or anything like that? Or do you just be like, I don't think that this is going to work, and do you just move on? You know? what? Say, what's the tea? Do you meet in a more public place? And I say give it... I... I um... I say keep leaning into it. I wouldn't let it go on probably longer than a month, though. Because if you don't if you don't know if you like them after a month, then you probably just don't. And there's nothing wrong with that. Some people can be very nice and very endearing and all those all those really great things. They can have really great qualities, but you still want to have, like, an initial attraction there, you know? Um, but what do you do if you have that gut feeling to not do it? But you feel... You know what I'm saying? If it's a gut feeling, then don't do it. Do you it. trust your gut? Oh, I, I trust my gut all the time. I, I feel like I have pretty good intuition. I think it's... Maybe it comes with motherhood. It's definitely gotten a lot stronger after, after I had kids, but... Yeah, it's just like... I don't know. Dating is really hard for me because I'm not particular about the type of guy that it is. Mm-hmm. But it's like, you know, I feel like I'm a pretty quirky person. Quirky. And I don't want to have to explain why I am the way that I am. Yeah. Like, you know, some people just get me. Yeah. And they understand. It's just like, oh, yeah, this this dude's, like, a little quirky. Like, you know, just kind of, like, marches to the beat of their own drum. All that sort of stuff. And it's, like, that period of having to explain to someone why you are the way you are. It's just, like, no. Like, you just need to... Is it too much to be, like, you just need to know, like, in a general sense? Yeah. Like... I don't know. I'm a big I'm a big believer in just give it a month. If it doesn't... Or, you know, give it two weeks, even. Go on a, go on a couple dates. Go on a few dates, even. Go three. You know, hang out in public place, hang out in a, in a private place. Like, don't be afraid to test the waters. But if dip once your you toe get to, in. Dip your toe in. Baby, dip your toe in. Turn the lights down low. No, I won't be dipping. Um, anyways. Um, yes. That is it. That's with all my romantic love life experience. That's, that's, that's what I have to say. Okay. Well, is there anything else you'd like to add into this episode? Do we have any hot takes for this week? So, my hot take, that's kind of a gay one. That's surprising. Ariana Grande is, has a better voice than Mariah Carey, but Mariah Carey is more iconic than Ariana Grande. Oh, yeah, I agree. So, I think at the time, like, Mariah Carey, no one else was doing what she was doing. I mean, Whitney Houston was kind of similar. Um, I can see your whole nipple. Your whole boob is out. Oh, I thought you were going to say my (laughs) wee-wee. Um, but a lot of people, a lot of older gays are like, Ariana Grande has nothing compared to Mariah Carey. And it's like, but have you actually heard the talents that Ariana Grande has? I think Ariana Grande is very talented. She is, and she can do the whistle tones and all that stuff, but Mariah Mariah Carey is the most iconic person alive. She really is. Like, she just doesn't do anything anymore besides like, "Ah." Do you remember when she sang, uh, whatever that song is, uh, at that one Christmas? And she was so bad, like the I'm mic. I'm so glad you knew what I was talking about. I yes. don't remember when or where. I just know it was poor. It was. Poor quality. Where can the people find us? People can find us on Instagram and TikTok at Zesty and Unhinged. 
And um, if they wanted to listen on another platform besides the one they're listening on right now, are we available on other platforms? Um, absolutely. We're on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and literally any other streaming service. Wherever you Please. get your um, pods. You also, it's not a requirement to listen to this podcast and download the episode and rate us five stars and leave a good comment. Yeah, very that. We'll f*** under your head. Okay. Sorry. Cut that out. <laughs> we cannot say that. <laughs> we'll put a pickle to your head. We'll put, a, we'll put a beep to your head. Let them figure it out yourselves. See, we're going to have to cut that out because we're going to get a police report. <laughs> I'm always scared someone's listening. Well, the FBI is always listening. <laughs> Can we go to Target? Yeah, let's go to Target. We're going to Target. Bye, y'all. <laughs> Bye, guys.